Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Yes, your cheerleader is right here. Good morning, Benny. How are you? Morning, Sue. How are you? I am good, thank oh, you. Groovy, Was groovy. it last week um, so sexy and fun and oh. full of energy? Yeah, I was a little <laughs> overwhelmed, but I did not not mind the view, so to speak, oh, if that's what you're saying. I Oh, I know. I love those. For those that goddesses. need to know what happened, they need to go back a week and find out what show that was. So that they do, they do, they do. It was all about intuition and following your inner guidance and mm-hmm. the how tos, the what ifs, and three beautiful <laughs> goddesses in studio playing with Benny. Thank you for hey, not a playing with us, sure, Benny. Sure. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. All right, you guys, welcome. Sue Lundquist here. It's the Gratitude Cafe. We are in October. I have to laugh at myself because my guest and Benny, we were talking before we came on and I said, wait a minute, are we in October or November? Oh, hang on a minute. <coughs> I had a tickle in my throat and they reminded me, of course, it's October. It's actually October 22nd. Benny, I have a tickle in my throat. Hang on. It's normal. <laughs> That's live radio. It's what it does. It's what it is. Oh, my Are you goodness. better now? Oh, I hope so. So yeah, it is get the some 22nd. lozenges then. Mm, Best lozenges. Word ever. Best word ever. Lozenges. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have to ask you about homecoming. Uh, yeah, fantastic. I'm dried out finally. Yeah. <laughs> So what Sue's talking about, I went uh, last week to uh, WSU, my alma mater, for uh, college. And um, basically, we had homecoming, and it was a fantastic game. We won 41-10, and uh, it was against Colorado, so it was no real big challenge. But we were on a skid of losing a few games in a row, so this was good to get back in the driver's seat on winning again. And, uh, yeah, literally, it it rained, snow, sleet, uh, cold, everything. (laughs) There was, like, the passes were closed, so we weren't even sure if we were still going uh, wow. Yeah, it was a mess, but we made it over in a couple hours to spare, you know, lubed up, so to speak, went to the game, and then drove home. It was great. Wow. Yes, go Cougs. Uh, oh, that's all. I know. Now we've got two daughters uh, in uh, Wazoo, yes. too. So, yep. It's a Husky and I'm Wazoo. So blend. So I know so you are. So I know. I shed a tear, you know. Yes, I told I told Morgan that you were over there having a good time. Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, like you guys would. But wouldn't that be funny if all of a sudden that you guys would ran be a into small? I mean, there were a lot of people there, so I mean, you well, never of course. know. You, you never, never know. know. All right, you guys. This is the Gratitude Cafe. It is October. That's what I was alluding to, Benny. Thank you very much. Uh, it is the twenty second of October, and we are talking about cleaning the clutter. And there's a deeper meaning here, guys. So stick with me and my guest that's coming on because the deeper meaning is emotionally and physically, spiritually, all of that, cleaning the clutter. And you guys have heard me talk about my craziness, clarity, uh, and template for transformation. And there is a self-regulating tool in there that I use and when I'm um, working one-on-one with, with my coaching clients. And that is... Don't shoulda, coulda, woulda all over yourself. And I'm going to talk to our guest and to you guys in just a few minutes of what that really means and what that entails. And we're just going to kind of 
I don't know, play with the idea of, or inviting you in the idea of cleaning your clutter. And that is a metaphor for everything, for life. And, but also let's talk about style. Let's talk about cleaning emotionally and the fall weather and how that evolves with who you are and the essence of you. And this is why my guest is so special because she is a stylist that does the styling specifically for the essence of you. That's my language, but um, I, I like using that because I have the essence of you program, but <laughs> I'm just kind of doing a double plug there. So before we get started, before I bring my guest on, I want to remind all of you uh, how to get a hold of me. If you are shedding old beliefs, you have some old fears and relationships and those experiences attached to those old habits, you're going to need self-regulating tools to help you sustain that self-love and that self-care. I do that, exactly that, actually, with my clients one-on-one. You can also do that on your own with the Craziness Clarity Template for Transformation online course, if you would like to do that. What this is, it's I walk the talk, guys. You've heard me talk about this. This is real-life practical tools that are going to help you with self-regulating mindset tools. You know, we're living in a 3D world with 3D problems. We've got bills to pay. We got teenagers. We got babies. We got conversations. And you need to be able to self-regulate and to sustain above-the-line thinking and mentality. And that's exactly what these tools help you do. It's a template for your transformation. And then the Essence of You program within the Craziness to Clarity is a really good clarity tool to help you reestablish and reclaim the true essence of who you are. And that is just magic because then you can walk into life on purpose and feel a value and know for certainty that you're making the right choices because you're basing that on the essence of you. So please go to www.sulunquist.com forward slash the letter C, the number two, the letter C. Again, www.sulunquist.com. C2C. Of course, you know how to get a hold of me if you would like to have a phone conversation about one-on-one coaching, um, and we can talk about that as well. All right, we are getting into, uh, Penny, I can't believe it, all the stores are doing, I mean, obviously it's Halloween, but Christmas is coming up. I'm seeing the reds and the, oh dear. Are you too? Have you been out with the boys? Uh, For which part? You've had like a lot of Halloween (laughs) Well, more Christmas. Like, well, Christmas is yeah. all popping left and right. Yeah, there are a lot of stores that are there. They they've been doing it since like last June. Oh, I mean, it makes sense, geez. right? I mean, it's just what they do. But I, I I think it's not proper. I mean, before when we grew up, it was like the day after or the day before Thanksgiving, pretty much. They were like the stores were ramping up that night to get everything out for Christmas the next day. So like you're in the middle of family dinner and all that. Now that doesn't even, that doesn't even apply to anything. You know what I mean? Like they were so back to back with the next holiday, right? Literally succession. Once the previous holiday had finished, right? Yeah. I'm a little old school like that. I just can't stand how there's so many holidays wrapped up in one year. I mean, there's stores probably that do, they do holidays all year round. I'm in the middle of building my Halloween outfit right now, so oh! I've been really. Exactly. You know me. I go big every year. Oh, you do. I can't wait. Well, I'm up against uh, a three-peat this year at work. So, I, I, I mean, I wow. won, yeah, I won back-to-back years. So, I've got to come strong for the three-peat. And if not, then I can totally back off because I'm kind of tired of winning. 
Oh, I'm oh so sorry. no, you're not. I'm so no, sorry. Did that mean not. to come out loud? Was I supposed to think uh, that? Uh, it was my no, inner voice and my totally outer fine. voice. That's totally fine. No, it's all cool. right. Yes, awesome. Okay, guys, yeah. new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, and new you. We're going to clean the clutter. That's a metaphor for physically, mentally. And honestly, let's style your life. And that's physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that. My guest is Lisa Fisher. She's a certified personal wardrobe stylist, speaker, and author with over 16 years in the image industry. Lisa's interests in interest in fashion began while modeling for clothing boutiques in high school, then later went on to compete for Miss Washington USA pageants. And after college, Lisa worked many years in the human resources field where she learned and taught the importance of personal development, first impressions, customer service, polish, and professional branding. Her love for the image industry grew as she transitioned in 2001 to teaching and leading etiquette and manners programs throughout Western Washington for Final Touch Finishing School, a premier etiquette, civil and protocol school. Today, Lisa focuses on helping professional women achieve confidence by building an image strong personal brand through image mastery strategies. Oh, Miss Lisa, welcome. Hi, doll. How are you? <laughs> this is so awesome. Oh, style your life, my friend. Love it yes. so much. And such a great topic around clearing the clutter, cleaning that out. I love this, too. Oh, so important. Well, we've got lots to talk about. And we have, I'm going to tease the audience, too, because you've got a very special VIP event uh, coming up next month. And I'm just going to drop in Florence, Italy, people, custom-made leather. But we're going to get to that in just a few minutes. I want you guys to get to know Lisa. We're going to talk about all of this styling, what that looks like. And we're going to do really good even though it's a radio show. Right, Lise? Absolutely. <laughs> and you've got videos on your website, too, so we can um, sh share all that. So I'm obviously I did the formal introduction. Let's get to know you, love. I want the audience to really feel your essence as well. Mm, thank you so much. You know, oftentimes uh, when I'm speaking or meeting people for the first time and sharing what I do or that I'm in the image industry, the first assumption or question uh, that I receive often is, all right, so how did you get started? And the assumption is that I must be obsessed with makeup or I'm a shopaholic or, you know, something <laughs> to do that level. And the, the honest engine truth is none of the above is true at all. I actually got into the image industry uh, quite by accident, and it was out of really wanting more for my children. Uh, when they were in grade school, I realized that I really didn't have that foundation of helping my children with certain foundational things, such as how to set the table. Uh, how to be a, a host, how to really host uh, those parties correctly. All of the, the, the social skills that looking around, I thought, gosh, I should know this. But in my family of origin, uh, for several different reasons, I just, I, I didn't have that growing up. And so you can't really give what you don't have or possess, right? And so I found myself going to a all-day program that was on social skills, image, and really building those confident uh, characteristics. And I went for the reason of teaching my children 
but I found myself falling in love with the information. It wasn't a hard list of do's and don'ts. It was actually from the heart and spirit of kindness and respect for yourself first and then others and how we show up in the world. And that's how I got into the industry, honestly. That you And, you know, it's that, that old statement, you learn what you most need to, or is it you, yeah, you learn what you most need to teach, right? Yeah. Isn't and that then, the statement? Yeah, that's right. You know, and then bringing the information into my children's school, and it wasn't until that, you know, at elementary age, then going through junior high, high school, and then really uh, having those, those, those skills implemented in their lives. Once they graduated from high school is when I started tra- transition of working with uh, the category in the image industry of more how you're showing up from uh, a first impression standpoint. So wardrobe, accessories, how we groom ourselves, that first impression appearance-wise. And it, was, it, it manifested into when parents were bringing their children to the uh, manners and etiquette programs that they would pull me aside and say, do you have anything for women? Uh, I really need help <laughs> in my closet. And I didn't at that point. And so that came, you know, later in, in my career. Okay. Th- that's super important. Can we step back and talk about first impressions? And cause I know I've got quite a bit of, of women and female audience here and Talk about the importance of first impressions and what that what what does that mean etiquette wise or even if that's even my question I, I guess it's I'm more leaning towards um, if you're in the industry of customer service if you're in the industry of well technology I mean we're in Seattle right and mm-hmm. you've got and I, I had this image Lisa of this grunge man walking in in Birkenstocks and oh I just and honestly, and I mean this with love, and if he's a tech guy and he's walking in in jeans or cutoffs and Birkenstocks, and I, the first impression to me is, do I take this guy seriously? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I mean that with love. I, I, I'm not judging, but, I, you know, I am kind of am if he's coming in for a meeting and we're in technology. Can we have that conversation? Absolutely. And I, I love what you're saying about the heart and the spirit, right? Like we like no hashtag, no judgment. And right. oh. as, as a human being living from that space, you know, from the inside out. However, the statistics around first impressions is that 55% of a first impression, science-based first impression is made up of three things. And that is our wardrobe, our hygiene, so how we're groomed, and and we'll come back around and we can talk about each of these if you'd like. And then thirdly is our accessories, so how what what we bring to that to the big picture. And then the the next section of a first impression is then thirty eight percent is body language. So that's when we're standing, walking, sitting. It's our handshake. It's our eye contact. Are we rolling the eyes? Are we looking up? Are we looking down? Uh, you, you know, is our head up? Is our head down? Right? Shy or conceited? I think we can all see that visual. We're walking with our head down, our eyes down, or our is our head up and our nose up, or are we just straightforward with a smile? 
right? So we get that uh, visual. And then what is our handshake communicating? What is our lack of handshake communicating? What is the folding of our arm? And interestingly enough, 7% of a first impression <clears throat> is actually what we have to say. And usually wow. what is it that most of us are concerned about is like, oh my gosh, what will I say? Whether I'm a speaker or I'm on a date or I'm on a job interview, but we're already giving an impression. We're already telling a story visually right when we walk into the room or we're first seen. Wow. Did you guys hear that? Okay, 55%. This is this is by science. Lisa's talking about Lisa Fisher Styling. 55% first impression is the wardrobe, hygiene, and accessories. And then 38% is your body language. That is including how you're holding your arms, how you shake hands, eye contact, head up, head down, rolling up the eyes. And for first impressions, talking is 7%. What you say is 7%. That's huge. You know, you know, it really is. And if you think of it in perspective, let's take a subject, let's take a job interview. Uh, so the hiring manager, the, the management team has already seen the resume. Maybe they've had a conversation with someone on the phone. And now we're getting ready for the physical in-person interview. So when that person walks into the room, our visual impression is either confirming that application and what the managers are preparing for to see. So it's either confirming or it's denying by how we're really seen, how we carry ourselves, how we walk in, and also, believe it or not, how we're pulled together. It's it's not saying good, bad, right, or wrong. It's not saying judgment. It's just, it, it is. It is how we're being and how we're showing up in the story we're telling visually. Wow. But, and you know what keeps coming up for me, Lisa, is, <clears throat> excuse me, the capacity that you must have. Oh, I do know. I know you have this. When you are in front of your clients and they are riddled with fear and shame and guilt mm. and doubt because, and it, You've got to hold such a loving, non-judgmental place. You yourself have got to show up so powerfully and lovingly because there's people out there that just, and that's that's fine. They just don't know, and you're you're representing a part of their life. I mean, to to show up in life, to show up for a job interview, that's really important. So I commend you for showing up so kind and loving and judgmental, non-judgmental to all the the clients that you have and the people that you you style. So thank you. Aww. Oh, I, I appreciate you. And, and, you know, that reminds me of a, of a gal I just was with this last week. Um, she's a new VIP client and working with me over the entire year. So we're meeting each season. And this was an initial one-on-one uh, -on -one <coughs> private session. And we were assessing her shape, right? Because when we, when we understand our shape, then we know the objective for how we're when we're looking for clothing to have in our closet, right? It's serving us around having the right fit. Anyhow, the reason I share this is as we were looking in the mirror and assessing the alignment of her shoulders and how they line up with her hips and then what's happening in the waist area, just from the perspective of giving us what is your silhouette, right? 
not in yes. a judgment form in terms of numbers, good, <clears throat> bad, right, or wrong, but just to say, okay, what's your silhouette, hun? And when she stepped back and looked in the mirror and she saw herself through my eyes instead of her eyes, she had this, this uh, physical reaction. She like bent over at the waist oh. and she just put her hands over her face and she just wept. And, and she said, Lisa, she said, I've never seen myself from the perspective of how you're sharing what you see. She said, I, when I look in the mirror, I hear my mom's voice of what was spoken over me, which was don't eat that because it's going right to your hips. And it was this judgment in this, all this, these negative things. And she just was like, I never saw myself like you're seeing me. And it was Sue. I'm like, I got goosebumps. I'm like tearing up because I can so resonate with that. Oh, oh honey. Like, it's like, like you're showing clients how to love themselves for versus judgments. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. I, oh, I love you. <laughs> I love oh. you too. And that's, that's the space in which oh. I hold. So thank you for acknowledging that because, girl, you know what? Um, we have stories. And we have stories oh. that we believe about who we oh. are and how we're showing up. And it's just like, I feel that that's, that's the love of my work is, is showing up with possibilities and to seeing you in this like different light that could be a, 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 a change that takes you into the next phase of life. So yeah, I love it. Oh, that is beautiful. I absolutely love that. Um, and I mean that from the deepest part of me. And what's again, what's coming up for me, because we were in this similar field. I just do it from a mental holding, you know, kind of a mental perspective, but it's also highly emotional and spiritual as well. But I think it's, we're all on the same, same wavelength, same mission. And that's showing our clients how to love themselves. Mm-hmm. through all their old stories. You know, I was talking about that earlier when we came on, you know, we're shedding old beliefs, old fears, old relationships with self and others, you know, externally. And yeah. that goes right along with how you're showing up in the world with your style as much as it is your emotional and how you're speaking to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love, mm. I love that she had that awakening moment too, because that right there changed her life. She well, completely think, changed her life. A hundred percent. And if you think about it, Sue, I don't know about in your experience, but if you think about it, where in our life do we learn how to dress? I mean, I think, I, I mean, I know I had a home ec class. In, Ditto, but they don't in, do that anymore. <laughs> in ninth grade, but it's like, where do you learn that? And here's what I'm seeing is I'm seeing, so I'm in my early 50s, and I'm seeing women in their 40s and 50s who are doing this. They are they are sharing apps or they're sharing different things that are out there in the marketplace. 
uh, and they're saying, oh, get this app, you know, and that's what they're teaching to their their 20-something-year-old daughters who are entering into, you know, the, the work field or parents that are younger parents that have junior high, you know, elementary or junior high kids, and they're just, like, handing over these apps or using these monthly boxes that come in the mail. And I love that. I'm all about efficiency and having something delivered to your door. I love that, but just not relying on it, you know, um, so we, we take our choices out or our preferences. We just, you know, we just do as this application says for us to do. Do you know what I'm saying? It's no, like- I, I totally do. I told, and I, that goes back to what we talked about at the top of the hour. It's the essence of who you are. It's not just what the picture's showing. If that truly is what your body wants on it, what the mm-hmm. essence of you wants to convey, because that's, mm-hmm. I think that is your niche, your specialty. I mean, obviously holding loving space that's non-judgmental, but also to really help them get clear on the essence of how they want to show up. That's direct representation of what's going on inside. Yes. Yes. And that builds confidence and purpose. And that is beautiful. So with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And we're going to talk about Florence, Italy. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. I have a beautiful guest here, Miss Lisa Fisher, with Lisa Fisher Styling. We will be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who worked 12 hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone. Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals. 
but I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We are cleaning the clutter with Miss Lisa Fisher and, of course, myself, Sue Lundquist. How are you showing up in the world? Literally, how are you showing up? How are you showing up for your clients? How are you showing up for yourself, first and foremost? Um, how are you showing up in your job? How are you showing up in an interview? How are you showing up for your friends? How are you showing up? That's mentally and physically. We're talking about clearing the clutter. We're talking with Lisa Fisher, who is a professional stylist. And we have been, we, at the top of the hour, we were talking about how we show up in the world. We're talking about how important it really is with visual impressions. And Lisa was talking about 55% of first impressions. Listen to this, guys. This is important. I want you guys to really listen to this conversation because impressions even though we're and lisa and i were having the conversation this isn't about judgment it's about education and, and making you more aware and inviting you into change inviting you into possibility so 55 percent visual impression first impression is wardrobe hygiene and accessories 38 percent this is body language, how you're holding your arms, how you shake a hand, eye contact, what you're doing with your body, how you're standing, are you shifting? That what you say impression is only 7%. This is huge, you guys. And you can find more information at lisafisherstyling.com. She spells her last name just a little bit different. So it's L-I-S-A. F-I-S-C-H-E-R-S-T-Y-L-I-N-G.com. I will have all that information up on uh, Facebook and the website later on today. So Lisa's specialty, my language, is showing people their true essence, what's going on inside to bring it out to the outside, showing her clients how to love themselves through their old stories. Let's talk about cleaning the clutter and welcome Lisa back. Hi, love. Thank you. Hi. Love this subject so much. Yes, and it's so important. And I let's at the break we were talking about you've got an event coming up, a women's group, and that's uh, Friday night. If for the audience, if you're listening, you're going to be in Renton or well, or drive to Renton. Uh, Lisa's going to be doing or hosting an event. And is it actually called the roadmap for your closet that that serves? You tell them oh, what uh, it is, left so I don't get it, it wrong. Sure, sure. No, that's great. Okay. Um, no, I'm one of three guest speakers at a women's conference um, this Friday, the 25th, starts at 7 p.m. and it's a women's conference at New Life Church, and uh, they're doing a three segment on um, body, mind, soul, and I'm. Uh, going to be speaking on really clarity in your closet, uh, clarity in your life, and how to use a roadmap uh, for a closet that serves you. 
beautiful. And I actually, I, I have the printout too. Am I going to be able to hand that to the audience as well in the newsletter? Yep. Okay, wonderful. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, fantastic. Do you want to go through that a little bit so that people know sure. what? Okay, clarity in your closet. Now, guys, clarity I've been, in your Yes, and in your life, too. And you guys heard me. You, I alluded to the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And before Lisa um, starts, I'm going to just give you this quick little analogy or story because I told Lisa about it and she's like, oh, for sure. It's absolutely so important. So when I, part of my self-regulating tools and the stuff that I teach in my coaching practice, and it's all about self-love and getting clear and self-regulating tools, but there's one section in there and it is about shoulda, coulda, wooding all over yourself. And I use the analogy of your closet because I have so many clients and I've done this myself. In fact, I just did this. I was walking in my closet and I, every time I walked into my closet, I was shoulda, coulda, wooding all over myself. I shoulda thrown those jeans out or I should have not eaten those potato chips because now I can't put those jeans on. You know, the shoulda, I would have lost five pounds. It's that just negative weight that you don't want. You want to walk into your closet and go, oh, I feel so good. Everything I'm going to pick, it's going to make me feel good. I'm going to walk out with confidence. And that is the essence of you. That's how you're showing up in the world. You want to show up with purpose and confidence. And Lisa helps you do that. So we're going to go through uh, her roadmap. So hit it, girl. <laughs> Yay. Well, how about we do this? How about uh, we dive in looking at wardrobe from perhaps a new possibility? And the, possi the possibility of seeing wardrobe as a tool for self-expression, okay? Oh, I love that. So, so let's kind of start there with the foundation. So if wardrobe is a tool for self-expression, then it makes sense that our closet would be a space to honor and represent the woman that we are today, okay? So that's the metaphor that I'd like to begin. So if we look at the closet as a space that honors and represents the woman we are today, then it makes sense for us to take time to do what I call a closet edit. Some people may refer to this process as a closet clean out or a closet makeover, whatever the wording that someone would like to use awesome. But the, the, the ultimate goal in doing a closet edit or clean out is that the end result is that the closet houses items that serve the woman that we are today. So that means, Sue, and you just mentioned it, that means having clothing in the closet that fits us for who we are today, meaning when we put it on, it fits our body. It fits our shape. And it's also in the colors we enjoy. And the clothing is a preference for us stylistically. And then the last area is that we also have clothing that serves us for the different areas of our lifestyle. So our activities. So to break it down, it's we have clothing that 
is for the person we are, right? So who are we? So it's our, our fit, our color, and our style. That's one. And then it's where are we going in life? So our activities. And then really it's how do I want to show up? So what's important to me for my messaging if, in fact, I believe that 55% of a first impression is made up of wardrobe, uh, our grooming, and our accessories, okay? Mm-hmm. So a closet clean-out really is something that needs to be scheduled because when it's scheduled, it's now real. A closet clean-out is just not something that's like, oh, well, I'll do it on my lunch break or I'll do it on commercials in between, you know, dancing with the stars. It's just not going to happen. And no, we, and there's it, so much emotions effective. involved. There's so we, many emotions involved. 1,000%. So I usually recommend, you know, scheduling a half day and, and, and really taking the time to be rested, to be nourished to be in the zone for all that may be like you just said it may be emotional uh there's a lot of different things so like a time and a space where you can just give yourself grace and to be able to make some decisions this is a great thing to do with a friend uh it's a great thing oftentimes the reason people hire me to come in and do this this work with them is because I'm a non-emotional friend. I don't, I'm not associated to the feelings, the emotions, the stories behind every piece. So things actually go quicker and we can make decisions in a more simple, logical way versus the emotional. Although we hold space for that emotion but we seem to get things done quicker than when we may do it alone. Oh, options that are there. Oh, for sure. And you know what? I want to, let's jump back to those emotions and what comes up that non-emotional response that you can hold that space with love and non-judgment. Because I know for myself, you know, going through my own personal transition, and I've also seen my clients and I'm sure you can attest to this as well, being in their space. I mean, you're in their closet and the emotions and the crying and the release. And you had, you had alluded to this a little bit earlier. Maybe you're going to get ready or you're, you're going to have that conversation in a minute, but it's that readiness to be complete, maybe different language, but maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit. No, you, you, you got it. I think, I mean, that word complete, or having completion. You know, if you think about it, Sue, it's like, if we just sat and meditated on what are those areas of my life that I need to get complete on? Is it a conversation I need to have? Is it is it having a conversation of offering uh, forgiveness for myself or for someone else? Is it, you know, what, where is that area of, of completion that I need to have? Uh, we just moved. We just moved from the country to the city. And there were some things that I wasn't complete with that were things 
at our last home. And you know what? I made a mistake in not having taking the time to get complete with them at our last home. And I brought them to our new home. And oh. I was like, I was like, wow. So if, if that's happening in a physical move, what's happening on a daily basis, perhaps that we're not aware of that we're not complete with. And guess what? I think that the metaphor of doing this exercise in our closet can help us for the areas of our life that we might not be aware of and maybe haven't gotten complete with. It could be something as simple in our closet as, okay, I love these jeans, but they're two sizes too small. So my, <laughs> my, my question is, or they could be two sizes too big. Yeah. So my, my question is, then why is it in our closet staring at us on a daily basis? And there is a statistic that the average woman wears 20% of what hangs in her closet. So my, <laughs> my, my obsession, Sue, is what's, what's the story with the other 80%? And it literally dawned on me during our move that it's, it's the things that we aren't complete with. It's the thing we are complete with. And if that's true in our closet, could it be that it's also happening in other areas of our life? Oh, hands down. Of course. Of course it is. Yeah. Listen to what audience, listen to what she's, listen to what Lisa's saying. What are you holding on to now? And this, and and because of my background and my training, holding on to, obviously we have Lisa Fisher here with Lisa Fisher Styling. We're talking about the closet and etiquette and um, how your closet is serving you and how you can show up in the world and how your style and that essence of you is showing up in the world. But I want to go back to what Lisa was talking about, that 80% of what you're wearing in your closet and what are you truly holding on to from a body spiritual perspective, because that Mm -hmm. is stagnant, stuck energy in the body. That could be weight gain. That could be inflammation. There are so many other layers that this can, and you know, we're using this as an umbrella for cleaning the clutter because it's so paramount and it's so important. And earlier I was talking to Lisa about how incredible she is of holding the space in a loving, non-judgmental environment. So she can show her clients how to love themselves and see them from a different possibility, see them from a different perspective. And that is huge, you guys, huge. So if you are ready to step in to your awesomeness and you are ready to complete, to get completion on an item, on a situation, Lisa would be the perfect person to come play with you in your closet. And I say that because, you know, play is so much more, well, so much more fun (laughs) than the daunting experience that you think, oh my God, I've got to go through this emotional experience. But Lisa's there to, you know, help you and to encourage you and to love you from a non-emotional judgmental space. So please check her out. Go to her website at lisafisherstyling.com. Okay. Uh, 80%. That's crazy because I just did a massive 
cleaning my clutter in my closet because I, and I, my, and it was a closet edit and I love that you're validating. It took me a couple days and I knew that it was going to do that. So I specifically set aside time for that. But now I walk in my closet and I've got, and I'm that girl because I worked retail that I have everything colorized, everything, you know, from short sleeves to long sleeves to dresses to formals. And it feels so good to go in there now. And I know everything fits and it feels good. Yes. Lisa? Exactly. Oh, there you are. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And it's exactly that essence of what you've been talking about. So before we head, I want you to, if we can, to go over your roadmap for a closet that serves. Can we do a little bit of that? Yes. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So after scheduling a time, right? So it's the half day, you're rested, you've eliminated those distractions, you're, you're prepared with some tools that will support you. Uh, and some tools would be majority of my clients, uh, this is a great time when they're removing everything from their closet because we're going to be trying each of these pieces on, uh, is they may like to reorganize their closet, maybe refresh the hangers. So my favorite type of hangers are the huggable hangers. Uh, they have the, the velvet on the hanger so the items don't slide off whatever that is. So having some, some tools like maybe new hangers, <clears throat> new organizing tools, uh, and then having also some boxes or trash bags ready uh, to remove those edited items from out of your closet once you've decided, like, I'm ready for these things to, to, to go to leave my closet, right? Um, and, and here's the deal. That ladies, when we, you know, and gentlemen, that when we're taking, we're removing things from our closet, uh, if you've heard Marie Kondo, she talks about, you know, asking yourself, does this item spark joy? But for the individuals who are like, I don't know, I don't know if this doesn't spark joy, some things that you can do to ask yourself to go through a little checklist is three things. Does it fit and is it flattering on on my body? If it If it's not, this is something you actually physically remove from your closet. And it might be, this would fit uh, if I were, say, let's five or 10 pounds, uh, like one size smaller. Great. If you have a strategy in place that you're working on right now to get there, then great. Let's remove it from the closet and let's put it in a bin. Let's put it in a wardrobe bag and put it in the back of the closet, but get it out of view because there's no sense in having something that you love, but it doesn't fit for now. So remove it and do some, have a strategy or are we just literally going to edit it out? Because you know what? No, I'm not on a plan for a different size. Um, and I'm just ready to, to acknowledge this piece that it serves me well. I'm ready to express some gratefulness and I'm ready to move it from my life. Here's the snag, though. Once it's removed from your closet, is it just going to sit in the pile in your bedroom? Or are, what are we doing to actually move it out of our home so it can be a blessing for someone else? So having a plan in place for those edited items. Am I going to consign it? Am I going to donate it? Am I going to do a little clothing swap with a best friend? Uh, what am I going to do with 
this item and then literally take action. There's nothing more sad and frustrating than to remove the item from your closet in your bedroom, but then put it in your garage only for it to take up space in another room in your house. Like literally have a plan to move it through you to somewhere else outside of your space. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> right? That is so important. Yes. It, it, it's, so, it, it's so important. Uh, and I was at a client's home uh, coming back for the next season of her client or outfit styling. And she said, I have to confess to you that I have eight 30-gallon trash bags of clothes from our, our closet edit from three months ago that are in my garage. And we literally got in the car together and we drove down to uh, a shelter that she had committed to donating to. And we blessed this, this company, this, this service rather, and the woman sat, sat there in awe because she has women who are trying to transition into jobs who needed oh. professional clothing. And they just got eight bags of it. Wow. So, oh. so taking action is huge. And it lifts the burden around all of the questions of why did I buy this, you know, uh, uh, all of the stuff, all of the emotions. And this woman got complete once she found someone else taking joy in receiving her, her item. Then she was complete. She's like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this sooner? And the feeling that you get, and I love you validating what I've been doing. And I love it. And I love the feel good that you, and that, that your clients donated to, cause that's exactly, I'm like, you know, and yes, of course, I, you know, you can donate, swap, sell, consign, or just plain old throw it out if you want to. But I love that it has blessed somebody else. I okay, love it. it. Yeah, you're blessed to be a blessing, but it has to move through you, right? So yep. it's like, so back to those three things, it's, does it fit? Do these colors, uh, do they, are they actually attractive on me? Um, because our coloring changes over the years as we mature. So is the coloring of the garment still serving you? And then third, is it in the style that is, is congruent to your, your personality now as the woman you are today? And then are and you And a able man, to, and a man too. Yeah. And a man, yes. Uh, and then, you know, between fit, color, and style, as we put those to, items together in outfit styling, is it giving the messaging out in the world that we're that is congruent to who we are so that is a huge piece and then and then it get what it also gives you then sue is it gives you a checklist of things that you might need out in the marketplace to bring those looks together and so then you have some strategy around man if i just had five things if i had a belt if i had a scarf if i had a jean jacket if i had this blazer now I can really do some mixing and matching. And now instead of only wearing 20% of what hangs in my closet, I'm now upwards of 80%, right? Now there's a trajectory mm. of value now in my closet instead of my closet being kind of a storage unit. 
Oh, I love that. And the energy and the frequency that you're putting out too, because as you show up as your true essence of you and your authentic self, that frequency and that energy where I dance and play with my life, you are congruent with yourself. You're standing in your purpose. And yes, we're talking about styling, but it's so important for cleaning the clutter. That's what we're talking about for this month as well. And get it done, remove it, get it out of view. Lisa's got a great roadmap for exactly that. I'm going to post it on my website. We'll have it on the newsletter so you guys can get that um, via email. Please go to Lisa's website. It's lisafisherstyling.com. That is spelled L-I-S-A-F-I-S-C-H-E-R-S-T-Y-L-I-N-G.com. Please, you guys, if you want, give her a call, look her up, look at all of the resources and information that she has in her website. And then this roadmap, you're going to remind the audience where you're going to be uh, this weekend. Yeah, this Friday on the 25th, I'll be at New Life Church in Renton. Uh, it's their women's conference. Uh, and it's really going to be just a, a fun, lighthearted uh, event. And my session will be really on this exact Topic, clarity in your closet, clarity in your life, and we'll be talking and using some metaphors. It's going to be fun, lighthearted, and uh, most every woman in that room is, uh, it, you know, we're all in this together, right? Right. So, oh yes, this, this subject is for men and women. This particular event just happens to be women focused. Okay. And you style both men and women. I want to make sure that I put that out there big time. So I, we just started talking, love. We've got to get to Italy. We've got literally a minute and a half. I can't believe it was just so valuable. We've got less than that. We, You guys, next week, we have got a very, very special guest coming on. And they are from Florence, Italy. Lisa has a big, big VIP event happening in November. Can you briefly talk about that really quick? I know it's sure, it's, funny. Uh, it's an Italian leather event focusing on bringing Italy, the designers, to you to be able to talk to, see how they create. And they're bringing uh, the essence of gloves, belts, handbags, and custom jackets. And get, get this, not 20 different styles, not 30, but 50, five, zero, 50 styles for men and women. Uh, and they're talking about their tanning process and do you know that with their leather products, you could literally stand in your shower and the, the product was not, would not be affected? It's, it's incredible, the Italian way of design and production. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing, and I know these people personally. You guys have got to tune in next week. Please go to Lisa Fisher Styling Events and find out more information about this exclusive one-day VIP experience. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll see you next week. And until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe.
Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.